Welcome to Grace in Public, preaching and teaching in the heartland and all around the world. First we'll have a message about personal revival, and then we're going to read a revival account that occurred in 1894 in Payson, Utah. It is a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing to be able to have a revelation according to the riches of His glory by the Holy Spirit to be strengthened with might. Strengthened means to have divine omnipotence. Might means divine ability that's revealed. So divine omnipotence with divine ability with divine genes despite the fact that I have an old sin nature. And I'm supposed to go out and pray for some more? You can't get any more than Jesus. You can't die again. He, listen, Jesus is our representative in bearing our sins. He's our representative in paying for our iniquities. He's our representative in taking the judgment of God the Father. He's our representative in being crucified. He's our representative in being buried. He's our representative in being resurrected. He's a representative man in being ascended. And he's come down here. And by the way, heavenly places do not mean up there. And you watch places are in italics. It means that when we were dead in sins, we were quickened by the grace of God, and by grace are you saved, and and then quickened together, raised together with Jesus Christ, and seated together with Jesus Christ in the books up there in our position, because we're in union with him in 1 Corinthians 12, 12 and 13. But the whole union is inside of you. You've got it all. So now you say, for me to live is Christ. It's not a new experience. It's not to go. There are people that every revival meeting, whatever denomination they're in, and there are many godly denominations that love God in different groups, and they love God as much as anybody. But some people... Every time there's a new revivalist, they'll travel eight hours to see the latest. Because God's going to move in that place. Now, God's going to move, honey, in this place. I don't mean this place above others. I mean inside of you. Why can't we grasp this? You see, Blessed is a man whose strength is in him, whose heart is the ways of them, who passing through the valley of weeping, make it a well, and the rain fills the pools, and they go from strength to strength, and every one of them will appear before their God in Zion. That's Psalm 84, 5, 6, 7. Now watch it. They don't say... God, I've got to have strength for this situation. Oh, you have? Where, where does that come from? I've got strength for this situation. I'm just going to let him do it through me as my representative man. Listen, Paul said, I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live. I'm living. But Christ 
liveth in me in the life I live in my humanity I live by the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me I do not frustrate the grace of God so what is the story here as I understand it I know what I've got and I let who I have take who I am and release his life in, so that I can do what he did and, and understand John fourteen twelve. greater things will you do than I do because there's more of you to do it and it was only one of me do you understand this message you see this is the whole key to Christianity God's genes remain in you an incorruptible seed is in you every time you hear the word of God by faith through meekness in James 1.21 and Hebrews 4.2 and mix faith with it faith that comes from the word by hearing in Romans 10.17 I mean if we only realize all I have to do is be still and know that he's God and say I have wisdom in me so I'll use it in this situation with him Faithful is he that calleth me who will do it. In 1 Thessalonians 5, 24, he, he does what he, he performs, what he asks me to do. Job 23, 14, that's not bad. He performs what he asks me to do. And I'm not passive. I'm going to live in a passive verb, and the verb is going to act on me as a subject. But Christ in you, the hope of glory, knowing not that your bodies are the temple of the Holy Spirit which is in you, therefore glorify God with the Holy Spirit who owns you in 1 Corinthians six nineteen and 20. How many verses do I have to give you to prove this is right? Oh, God, I've been hateful lately. Give me more love. Don't give me more love. I just say, I've been hateful. Now I'll release the love that I already have. We call this in Baltimore, Maryland, finished, finished work. We are sanctified through the offering of the body of Jesus Christ once and for all. Hebrews 10.10 We are perfected. He perfects forever them that are sanctified. Hebrews 10.14 If you fret, if you get trouble, if you lost, if you go into problems, name it. That's your part. To cleanse you is his part. Hey, those lambs and those offerings could never cleanse them. It was all outward. And there's many Christians today that glory in the outward, but do not prosper with the inward power of a kingdom of Almighty God that dwells in them and just wants to mobilize, motivate, and be the means of manifestation, the channel of communication, and be the place where God and His Holy Spirit finds rest. In Psalm 132, David said, I'm not going to go to sleep until I find rest for my God. He meant in the soul. Thank God that we have a representative before God the Father pleading our case when we fail and the Father can't see it because the Son paid for it but the Holy Spirit convicts us of it inside of us. It's a magnificent thing to know that it's always what's going on the inside 
And never, if you don't like somebody and you always feel funny about them, that's your feelings. They're just as spiritual as you are. They're just as much hid with Christ and God as you are. And they've got all the blessings of God just like you have. Why don't you agree with God and love them up? And that's the only way you can love your enemies is to love them through God's love on the inside. But if you're going to get out of the inside, you're not going to love them. Do you know when demons take over? When demons take over is when you focus on something on the outside. Satan can never get on the new man, the inner man. He can get at our old sin nature through projections. He can never get in our inner man. Your inner man is hid with Christ in God. Develop the inner man. Let the inner man grow. I think I heard a scripture one day in 1 John 4, 4, Greater is he that's in you than he that's in the world. Isn't that in 1 John 4, 4? All right. So it, it, it's an amazing thing to have somebody so great in you, nothing on the outside, honey, can touch it. Or sir. Thank you for tuning in. If you can, don't forget to send a tax-deductible gift to us. Your generous donation made to our program promotes this broadcast and ones like it going out on the Internet and broadcast on local stations throughout the United States. So please prayerfully consider what you can give. Find out how to give your donation at www.graceandpublic.com. This account was penned by Reverend Andrew C. Todd. The Lord has visited us today and we have had a very unusual time. Our house most of the time has been filled to its utmost limit. Sometimes as many outside would fill it again. Beginning about the 27th of December, we held services twice each day for over a month. After that I went to assist Brother Lee at Spanish Fork to help him hold the session to receive members, feeling worn out and expecting to be there only that evening. But so many arose for prayers that they pressed me so earnestly to stay and hold services that I did. The rest of the week, of that week, and all of the next week, so that I can only say I've been busy and blessed during this whole quarter. Brother Shepherd Lee and I had arranged to have Mr. Rankin hold services with us a week in each place. He came to Payson on the 8th of January and remained one week. His work was highly acceptable to the people and evidently owned of God. He is a man full of the Holy Spirit and of power. But the work was the Lord's work all the way through. Two weeks before Brother Rankin came, there were unmistakable signs of the presence and power of the Holy Spirit among us and the revival really began in Benjamin. I went there one day after a peculiar cloud of darkness. In fact, I was more dreadfully tempted to despair than ever before. But the moment I arose to announce the first hymn, there came an overwhelming sense of the actual presence of the living God, so that I had to brace myself to be able to go on calmly with the service. At the conclusion of the sermon, one man who had been raised a Mormon arose from his seat and when asked what he meant by rising said, I want just now to publicly confess Jesus Christ and to unite with the church. 
Can I do it? I stopped the service, convened the session, examined and admitted him. Others who have joined since date their conversion at that day. Then the Methodists united with us, holding union services every evening in the Presbyterian Church. When Brother Rankin left to go to Springville, Dr. Wishard came and helped us most efficiently for nearly two weeks. After that, Brother Rich, Methodist, and I carried on the meetings. On January 24th, we received through the session 20 members. Fifteen of these were adults who had to be baptized, 17 by profession and three by certificate from other denominations. We continued our meetings until the 30th of January. Up to that time, we had received 29 new members. Since we discontinued our meetings, converts have continued to ask for admission until now. There are 85 new members. There are about 20 more who claim to be converted and who say they will unite with our congregation. This does not, however, measure the results of God's work here. Many are reading the Bible who never read it before. Many are anxious to know the truth. Are men saved by the atonement wrought by Jesus Christ alone? Or are they saved by good works? That is the question in Payson. Many say by Christ alone, and such cannot long remain Mormons. Our Christian endeavor, Sunday schools and day schools, are all quickened into new life. Our school in Payson has suffered for want a room. Six young men who it would have been very desirable to bring under the influence of our school had to be turned away, and I don't know how many more, in Benjamin unless additional room can be built. I don't see what they can do. The room they have rented is not for rent any longer. The influence of the congregation in Benjamin is very wholesome and like leaven is influencing that whole community. The hard times is particularly hard on us here in Payson, as Payson was and is dependent largely on the silver mines in the vicinity. These are closed down and hundreds thrown entirely out of work, and many instead of being financial help are really a financial burden just now. Many of our new converts have had to leave Payson to get work. The priesthood are malignant in that their open policy to keep converts from getting work. The common people are more friendly than before our revival. We can now see the day dawn for Utah as never before. God has risen. It's an amazing historical revival in a small town in Utah. And yet people were converted. People suddenly sensed the presence of God and the question is asked. Are people saved by Jesus Christ? Or are they saved by good works? When we answer that question in our own hearts, we have personal revival. We're saved by Jesus Christ. He's our model. He's our salvation. Do we rely on ourselves? Do we need more of something? More goodness? More, more faith? No. We need a true view of the person of Jesus Christ. And when we have that, when, it, when our vision is clear, the scriptures open up to us, and there's a hunger to be in the Bible and to know God. And people see a changed life, and there's renewal in a community. We'd love to hear from you, so please go to our website and contact us. The web address is www.graceinpublic.com. So perhaps you would see this renewal in your own life going from laboring so very hard to make something happen 
to actually having God work in your midst and accomplishing those things you've always desired to see accomplished, but doing it effortlessly in the power of Jesus Christ. Not as maybe you had planned, but God in his season causes things to blossom and grow and have life. If you've not received Christ as your Savior, then revival is not possible in your life. But if you would bow your head, close your eyes with me as you're hearing this message and say to God, Lord, I receive you. I receive Jesus as my Savior. I believe he died, he was buried, he rose again so that I could have new life, so that I could have hope. In 1894, people said, God has risen in Payson, Utah. Today, if you prayed that prayer, God has risen in your heart, right where you are in your life.